This is Zombie Chickens Podcast, where two heads are better than one, even if they're undead. My name is Marnay. And my name is Megan. And in this episode, we are discussing therapy for phobias and whether it works. And whether it works, if it is worth it. I think anything is worth it to try and work through your problems. But anyway, (laughs) I feel like we we can actually do a really cool experiment if we actually have Patreons and we could go for um, (gasps) like hypnosis, hypnosis therapy, therapy and actually we can video it and and see. see if it actually works. Maybe. That could that so could that us can, we can go for therapy. Yes, support us. <laughs> that. We can go for therapy. Zobby <laughs> Chickens podcast. <laughs> but in any case, I was looking at treatment treatments for arachnophobia. No, I tried to do it, but it's very difficult to see any improvement within a week. Yeah, and because of my severity as well. So often, a combination of counseling and medication can be used to treat arachnophobia. So, if those of you don't know, with this fourth episode into the phobias, it's the fear of spiders. Yes. Relaxation techniques such as meditation can, meditation can also be helpful in the treatment of arachnophobia. As with other phobias, arachnophobia can be treated with exposure therapy, God no, and cognitive behavioral therapy, which is CBD, CBT. In cognitive behavioral therapy, the therapist tries to replace the negative automatic thoughts associated with spiders with more rational thoughts. A therapist may use systematic desensitization to treat arachnophobia. This is the method of learning relaxation techniques and then confronting our fears from what we fear the least to what we fear the most, said Dr. Manafitz. I hope I'm I'm pronouncing it correctly. With cognitive reframing, a person can learn to change the way he lo- she looks at spiders so that she can no longer perceive them as disgusting and dangerous. Eventually, a person can change her physical reaction to seeing a spider. Sometimes an antidepressant and or anti-anxiety medication can be pres- prescribed as a way of combating arachnophobia. And some individuals with arachnophobia can help from virtual reality therapy in which they are exposed to virtual representations of spiders, which I tried. It doesn't yeah. fucking work. <laughs> it only works yeah, but... on the it only works on the small spiders, like very far away. <laughs> but you you did do it for a week, though. And like I said, it's very it's, difficult to see it, with results. A week. Yeah, you, it's something you need to pro- progressively do. Mm. This maybe just be as effective as other all the techniques of gradually exposing the individual individual to large spiders. Some research shows. So, to overcome, to overcome your fear, read up on spiders. You will learn that they rarely bite people unless they are threatened. Occasionally, a spider bite can cause an allergic reaction. But while bites from some spiders, like the venomous black widow and the brown recluse spider, can be dangerous, most spider bites are harmless. Keep in mind that spiders in general, and this includes the much feared black widow and brown recluse spider just in, just bites in self-defense and without trapped between your skin and another object also you should be aware that while there are more than 63,000 species of spiders in the world just two percent of them are dangerous which i know and which i know spiders aren't venomous and which 
two, that entire 2% is fucking Australia. <laughs> but, you know, we forget. We also have... Oh, I know, I know. Venomous spiders. Just not in our Cape Town. In, in suburban areas. Yes, but we have a lot of venomous spiders. Oh, yeah, that what's I know. That, what's that orange one called? Horskirder. Um, I don't know what the English word I've is. I've never seen one, God forbid, me ever seen one. <laughs> Yeah, and we have black I, widows, oh, and we have um, other... But you get black widows in suburban areas in mm-hmm. South Africa, so it is... No, definitely. But the thing for me is, I know they're not that venomous. I know it. I find spiders absolutely fascinating. Yeah. I just can't look at them. It creeps the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. But did you know that whatever the spider pair, like the male and the female nose, mm-hmm. is genetically put over to their children yes yeah. and the offspring that's incredible so to steer spiders away is to store firewood outside to avoid bringing spiders into the house you're gonna bring the fucking spiders into just, the house just to, just to, because you're storing but why just firewood though we and then yeah. install tight fitting screens on your doors and windows and seal off any cracks where spiders could enter i'm sorry spiders enter through any any cracks. anything 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 they, they can go so tiny, uh-huh. like through a little, the tiniest crack ever. You know what freaked me out the one time, this mm-hmm. fact that I read? It's when they said that when you find a spider in the bath, there's another one around. Because it's most basically, uh, possibly a male that's in the bath that's trying to to surround the female. Huh. Now that scared the living fuck out of me when I read it. You found a spider in the bath? Many times. But why is that? How is that the person that it's so fucking weird? The person that hates the spiders the most sees all the spiders. It's because you look out for it. No. You don't look out for a spider that's fucking in the bath water with you. You do. No. No. What I mean is, yeah, I'll notice if there's a spider with me in the bath. (laughs) Like, any person will notice that. What I mean is... Why does that happen to the person that hates the spiders the most? It's like me that gets grossed about out my food and things, and I'm always the one that gets a fucking hair in my food. I know. I, like, why? It's like a magnetic thing. I, maybe. It's like the universe telling you, haha, bitch, you hate stuff like that, so uh-huh. yeah. Okay, so make sure there are no rocks or lumber right outside your house, since spiders like hanging out in these areas. Make sure your attic and garage are free of spider webs. That doesn't fucking help me at all. Discuss your fear of spiders with your loved ones and tell them you are getting treatment for your condition. <laughs> you laugh in your face. So good to know I have a fucking condition. Hey, that is Ask a condition. Ask your provision provider to, re- to recommend a professional who can help you overcome your arachnophobia. Why, thank you. <laughs> Any case... So, treating arachnophobia with medication. So, this is a really cool article that I read. Lead researchers, researchers Marike Suter and Meralkind, I have no idea how to pronounce this anyway, of the University of Amsterdam in the Netherlands, wanted to explore whether memory reconciliation, a treatment originally developed by neuro- neuroscientist Joseph Ledoux for the treatment of post-traumatic stress, could treat arachnophobia. The concept behind the reconciliation is to change the way the brain processes memories. That way, getting upset thereby altering trauma-related thoughts and behaviors. Suter and Kind recruited 45 subjects with arachnophobia. Each group was exposed to a tarantula for two minutes, resulting in a predicted fearful response. 
I would die. Just die right there, dead. After being exposed to the spider, half of the participants received a 40 milligram dose of proper panol. Proper panol. Proper panol. Proper panol. I tested it out this afternoon. It was proper panol. Oh, okay. Proper panol. The other half received a placebo. Proper panol is a beta blocker that has also been shown to have amnesic properties. Ledoux's idea of reconsolidation theorizes that fearful memories require protein synthesis in the brain's amygdala. After these memories were retrieved, this protein synthesizes makes the memories more susceptible to change, but only for a few hours. This treatment that occurs immediately after triggering the fear, as the case with people exposed to tarantula, could help extinguish it. As predicted, participants who received the beta blocker experienced significant reduction in fear relating avoidance behavior. They were also more willing to approach spiders, okay. even a year after the study. Even a year after the mm-hmm. study? That's really fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating, but the problem is it the probable only lasts a couple of hours and you need to do it more than once yeah to get a a, a really good result mm. but that's but really it, cool if though. you if you think about it you can teach someone fear or to be scared of something or fear something mm-hmm. so why can't you do the opposite why can't you unlearn them yeah but that's basically hypnotherapy. Yeah, because um, we ju- it's something really fucked up. Is um, so you know conversion ther- therapy they use to turn someone straight if they say they're mm-hmm. gay. Mm-hmm. Now you get something called aversion therapy, where they would. It's not just for gays. It is something that can be done in anything to mm-hmm. create a fear. So what they do is they'll show you the certain material, say gay porn and then they would torture you mm-hmm. so you create that fear so anytime you would be in a, a thought or anything regarding your sexual orientation you would have that fear because of mm. being tortured you know they did that in like, the 50s yeah they made they made men mo- masturbate to female um pin up girls and same with women as well yeah it's so fucked up but if you it shows if you can teach someone a fear you can reverse it uh something like um arachnophobia which isn't something that is rational it's irrational Mm. it's something that you had for from the start and it's irrational where there's nothing nothing happened for it to start Mm -hmm. you can maybe unlearn it then with a lot of therapy, I believe you can. With a lot of therapy. And like you said, if it's that thing where it does take a lot of time and the medication doesn't last as long, so obviously needing to do it over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with hypnotherapy. Um, you need to go for a couple of sessions as well. Yeah, definitely. I've no- I know I've done a lot of research on um, hypnotherapy and not just that and hypnosis in general because I find it really fascinating. Sometimes you still have mind blocks. You block out the hypnotist. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to go back for several sessions. So you can actually sort of get through that wall. Work through the walls with the hypnotist. Mm. Because they actually go through... I've seen like some videos and things where they actually go through the same pathway. 
So mm. they'll be like, this is where you are. You go through a door. This is what you see. This is what happens. Da, 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 da. And then they sort of create a story for you so you can tell them what's going on. And then the next time when you do it again, they do the same story. So they try to follow the same storyline. So mm. you can actually sort of open the doors yourself without mm. them forcing it. Which is very fascinating. Mm. But I also feel like you need to want to be hypnotized to be able to yes, be hypnotized. Yes, you can't, you can't be there a skeptic yeah. and try to think that it's going to work. You need to have some faith in it. Yeah, mm. which I don't know if I ever will have that. I would want to do it, mm-hmm. but I, won't, I don't think I'll have that. I'm too skeptic. I know. I know what you mean. Like, Same. I'm too skeptic about everything. So Maybe I should go. And get them to make me be revolted by chocolates. <laughs> Start simple. Yeah. But that, 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 that's the thing is like, I, I, I can see benefit in it. I can. Mm. But I'm just so skeptic. And I feel, mm-hmm. and the thing is, I'm also, I also realize you might be hypnotized and you wouldn't know you are hypnotized mm-hmm. because you don't know when you're being hypnotized. Mm. And afterwards, you don't know you're hypnotized. Mm. You wake up like normal. It, you wouldn't know something happened. But um, I actually saw this, I can't remember if it was a video or an article that I read about someone that was also very addicted to chocolate or anything sweet. Yeah. And they actually went for hypnotherapy. And it's not that they are revolted. They just don't have that craving anymore. Craving for that sweet is things. That so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think one of the fears of hypnosis for me is where I'm not in control. Mm. Like, I'm not in control of what is being said. Mm. That, I think that scares me more. Because I'm like, I need to control what I say. I need to control what comes out of my mouth, you know? I don't know why, but I keep thinking of, whenever I hear hypnosis, I think of in Harry Potter where they do the uh, imperious curse. It's, It's like that. Yeah, I can. It is like that because you just wake up and you don't know, don't what, you know did. don't know what you did. Yeah, that that just scares me. <laughs> just waking up and not knowing what I did. Uh huh. It just that scares me, dude. <laughs> I need to always be in control. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's just I don't know a toxic trait of trying to be in control. Mm-hmm. But I think it might. I think there's definitely benefits to it. If it's something you can do and it might help you psychologically, definitely go for it. Mm -hmm. Because if anything in your life is so debilitating, like any irrational fear is usually, Mm. or it comes to the point where it's debilitating, something like that might make such a big difference, especially if you don't want to go on medication or if you can't go on medication because there's certain people that can't use Mm. certain medications so if that's not an option for you definitely try Mm. something like hypnotherapy because it it, it's been shown that it does work Mm. i mean even if it's like a placebo effect (laughs) if it works it works (laughs) if it works it works and i mean it's been shown so many times that placebo effect works exactly placebo and even work. if people are I've, okay i don't know if that's so true but I, there was an article that i read where where they said that even if people were told that it's the placebo um afterwards so they have received the placebo effect they, they still, still see mm-hmm. a progression from you know the minute the the treatment that they, that they that have they received yeah and the thing is it's because it's mind over matter it's, mm. i've always felt like even if you tell me it's placebo i don't care 
if it helped me it helped me i i don't know i don't care how it helped me (laughs) it helped me and yes it might be all in my mind but irrational fears is all in your mind Mm -hmm. but okay this is not the same concept but if you were to put a cheap wine Mm. in a glass and tell someone it's expensive wine or even just pours the wine over in an expensive glass uh you know um, bottle bottle yeah the person would think and the taste would taste different yeah. to them as well definitely because it is a you, mind thing. yeah it is a mind thing and you're a fucking what do you call it pretentious asshole <laughs> who likes wine in any case yeah go for the hard liquor <laughs> Exactly. And if you want to drink wine, go for the cheap stuff. Don't spend your money on go wine. Go go go. Exactly. I want the one that makes me drunk the fastest. <laughs> you know? Uh, and you'll save works. money in the end because you're drinking less. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. I think if my, my parents hear me now, they'll be like, shit, what have we done? <laughs> Child. My dad always said... Don't ever drink the cheap shit. Oh, oh uh, well. It's not like you said, you know, to drink the expensive stuff. Just drink decent stuff. Decent stuff. Yeah, I don't think my dad cares. He Because he, he can't say to me what I need to do because he drank the stuff you don't even pay for. <laughs> but bits. Yes. So um, I don't think he can tell me what to do because um, out of his experience... Um, He'll be like, yeah, just just go um go explore and um learn by yourself, <laughs> learn the hard way. <laughs> God, it's just my mom loves wine. It's a a preference in drink. It's a preference in drink. So if you were to think about one fear mm-hmm. that you would try to, or irrational fear that you would maybe go for um therapy for, which one would it be? That is very difficult to say because I wouldn't say. Any of my fears tend to affect my day-to-day life. Same, but you know, for me, if I have to, to think about that question, I would I wouldn't say spiders. I just thought spiders because that's easy to easier to um, it's a research. common one. It's, it's a, a common, common one. one, definitely. Um, I would say maybe my fear of water. It's not debilitating me, but I would love to steal yeah. almost a skydive. <laughs> <laughs> you can. You um, I would like to snorkel and dive. Yeah. I, I, you are very, which is so fucking weird. You're such an ocean person. You love this, the sea. You love... I do, and, but I have this massive fear of water. Yeah. And I, I think it's keeping you back from your love of the ocean. <laughs> exactly. So I would say that is a good option for you. Yes. I mean, I'm fine with being afraid of spiders. Yeah. Who I'm the fuck okay. Is, you're not going to... But cra- my the- problem is, is that, that exposure bit of it. I don't think I will be able to progressively get into the pool, yeah. submerging my head. Me just thinking about it is making me anxious. Yeah. But see, that I think it would be to that point where they would have to give you medication. Most probably. Because Most it, probably. that's how bad it is. But sorry, interesting mm. fact though. Interesting fact. I always thought it was called hydrophobia. Interesting fact. What? Very interesting fact. Yeah, yeah. Aquaphobia is the fear of water. Yeah. Hydrophobia is what you get at the certain stage where you have rabies. Interesting huh? fact of the day. I don't know. It is. What What does it entail? Where you are not afraid of water. But? But when you have rabies at a certain stage, you get hydrophobia. That's you when start you start becoming afraid of water. Yes. 
yeah all, the th- all i'm thinking of when i think about hydrophobia is like plants that is hydrophobic and like pushes away water that's the only thing i can think of but but you that's repro- what you, like that's what repels you water that's what yeah you i know <laughs> so, so no people i don't have rabies i got my shot when i got my stitches so, so. Yeah, aquaphobia Yes, it's aquaphobia. I always thought it was hydrophobia, but no, it's aquaphobia. Because hydrophobia is what you, you, you have rabies. <laughs> okay. At a later stage in, in with rabies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Fact of the day. So if there's ever, ever a zombie outbreak because of rabies, um, we know how to fight them. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just going to die. If it's not the water killing me, it's the, the zombies, zombies killing me. And then you're going to die when you're a zombie because you're going to be afraid of water. Yes, it's a vicious cycle. Isn't <laughs> it's just a vicious cycle. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Here lies my name. Died as a zombie because she's afraid of water. <laughs> no, ima- okay, so imagine this. You're, you're already aquaphobia. So you become a zombie. <laughs> And Would then you, you go into the stage where you become hydrophobic. How so, fucking bad is that? That's like double, like double bad. Yeah. So you can't look at water. Like. You know, and and also a human's body is seventy percent what? No, seventy percent water. Seventy percent water. Yeah. And also the world is seventy percent water. It's just gonna be surrounded by water. Yeah, you won't be able to. You won't be it. able to cry because you wouldn't be able to <laughs> sweat. Sweat. You can't sweat. But also, when you're a zombie, I don't think you do either of those. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Maybe it will get so bad that you actually start repelling water, like some plants do. because <laughs> <laughs> ah, you might secrete some some. Um, like waxy substance. Exactly. <laughs> so you wouldn't even be so able. So I will be able to go into the water because the water's being. I'm repelling the water. You're repelling the water, but you'll be too afraid to be in the water. This is a bit of a conundrum. Oh, fuck. Uh, if someone has the answer, please uh, write to us at yeah. Chickens Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Exactly. Oh god. <laughs> But yeah, back to if I would go to therapy for maybe uh, my uh, irrational fear of zombie apocalypse. Oh, God. Man. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I do, weird enough, one of our friends, you know about this, uh-huh. but one of our friends, for some reason, when we get together, him and I always talk about if there would be a zombie apocalypse. Because that's his irrational fear. That is his irrational fear. But it's it's not an irrational fear for me. It is a it's not a fear. It's just I always think of what what if? Mm. You never know. There's so many diseases in this world. So many things Look that, at what happened with COVID nineteen. Exactly. And so many man made diseases in this world that we don't even know about. <coughs> So many things that we don't even know about. <coughs> <Come on, Daddy. laughs> so many things we don't even know about. So imagine if it can't, firstly, gets in the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. Like how that... <laughs> that will take... You can literally destroy <laughs> entire country with a disease like that. <coughs> North Korea. <laughs> you can destroy, an, destroy an, any country. Mm-hmm. Because firstly, remember... 
if you take a country, basically Con- continent, continent. So, <laughs> so oh, <coughs> North Korea. Yeah. So if it's a continent, you can destroy that entire continent because within thirty nine days. Yeah. There's actually a theory what they uh, tried it out, and it would take about thirty nine days for the whole world population would be infected by a virus. Airborne? Let's say, let's say, uh, zombie, a zombie, zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse, zombie outbreak. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Thirty-nine days. But also, say, but North Korea would be the last because no one gets in there. True, but so if there's a zombie no, apocalypse, we need to go to North no, Korea. No, but they they do have border patrol, mm-hmm. but it's not so completely closed off that you you can literally see the other people you can see the other so, but they have massive tanks and true true guns true and they'll probably barricade the first thing they'll do is probably barricade uh-huh. that entire area so true but how would we get in there though by sea so first thing is you need to come fetch me <laughs> knock me out <laughs> and then carry you on a boat and then yeah Okay. Revive me uh, when we get there. Uh, when we get there. Okay, that's the plan. Okay, I'll I'll tell it to our friend. He he <laughs> he'll be part of the plan. But anyway, the whole point is that we actually like plan what we'll do, where we'll go, what we will take with us. We literally plan a zombie apocalypse in our head, uh-huh. and we will probably be the first one to die. Now, see my problem because I have irrational fear as well yeah. regarding this. Yeah. So not irrational fear, it's just me overthinking it a bit too much <laughs> so i like to think that i have very good survivor skills yeah my problem is i can't navigate for shit <laughs> so you'll get lost and, and i'll die because you can't get anywhere <laughs> so i'll be able to scavenge and shit but i won't be able to navigate because i'm shit at it you are horrible <laughs> I'll walk around in circles and I fucking realize it for after a week when I see, is that human excrement? <laughs> oh my God. No, but see, then you have to put in a point system or like a system where you mark every single thing you put down. The problem is, is that we naturally tend to revert back to where we start. I know, but it's just, I don't know. I know I'm trying Because they've done studies. They've uh, blindfolded people and put them on, to make them walk as if they walk in a straight line. Yeah. And they always revert back mm-hmm. in circles to where they started. That's a scary fucking thing. So fucking part. scary to think about. So the, my problem is, I need to come fetch you yes. and make sure you don't fucking <laughs> die. So we can navigate I think, wherever. I think I have good survival skills. So I'm always, I'm 50-50 with it. I always think I might, I'll probably die first. Mm. And then other times no, I no, think no, no. I might not. I'll die first because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> Half the food I can't eat or don't eat. But you'll have to eat it if you want to survive. You have beans, to eat it. beans. Oh, Jesus. Baked beans. Oh, God. It's going to be the easiest. Firstly, it won't go bad because it's in a fucking can. And you can eat it cold. You could just eat that. Only thing is, I think you you probably will end up dying because of too much gas in your system. <laughs> Too much gas. <laughs> or die of diarrhea. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Dehydration. But anyway, I, I, I always 50 50 because I'm like, maybe I'll survive because I feel like I have good survival skills mm-hmm. and then I have good navigation skills. Mm-hmm. But then other times I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'll just die first because I, I, 
I have this thing where I don't have a fight or flight, fly, fight or flight. I have a scared as shit standstill. <laughs> Luckily for me, I have a lot of experience with spiders. So I have a disappearing act where I just disappear. I, I don't know. And then maybe my just my irrational fear of death will just take over and I'll fucking kill everything around me because I'll just be too scared to die. So maybe, maybe that. But I'll try and stick with my dad and my brother mm-hmm. and then I think I'll survive. But you'll just have to come with us. Yeah. And um, I don't know about my mom, though. <laughs> I, I think she can be badass if she wants to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think she'll just give up. She'll be like, no, it's too too much. No wine. <laughs> no wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I definitely think it's a, it would be better if we're together. But uh-huh. you're, you're not that far from me. But in a zombie apocalypse, I'm apocalypse. Far. <laughs> in a zombie apocalypse, I am far away. You are far away, especially because you have to go through a big highway uh-huh. to get here, which is normally packed full of people. Uh-huh. And also, there's a lot of areas very fully populated between you and us. Uh-huh. Yes. So I'm gonna die. <laughs> I think we'll have to get to you because it will be easier. Or a halfway point. Because, or a halfway point. Because I don't think you'll be able to get out of your apartment complex without like interacting with at least 200 zombies. And probably more. Probably more. Good question. Hmm. Luckily, thought. your doors are really thick and won't be able to break easily. No, no, those locks are quite sturdy. I have those, to say. Locks, those locks are really fucking sturdy. But. For a security complex. Yes. But the problem is. Your and the stair- walls are high. Yes. And the walls are very high. But your stairways are open. Mm. But let's say zombies can't climb. Yeah, but. Like climb walls as they did in World War Z. Because in World War Z. Okay, they, yeah, they climb. But. No, they didn't climb walls. On the they, they sort of. They, climb n- they, cl- they climbed over each other. Oh. But you have stairs to your front door. Mm, not at the back. So those needs to be barricaded. Mm. But the problem is your balcony is really close to the person next to you's balcony. I know. So <laughs> just make sure you fucking kill that motherfucker first. We should just come with. Or if he's alive and a person, he can come with. If he's a zombie, that motherfucker is going to die. <laughs> Or maybe he's not home. Either or way. maybe he's not home, but he's going to be dead somewhere else or a zombie somewhere else. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, that's a really off topic. <laughs> zombie, zombie apocalypse. apocalypse. But yeah, um, I don't know what fear I would go to. <laughs> the point is, I don't know what fear I would go to the therapist to, mm. psychiatrist to with. Because I, like I said, it's not really something debilitating. It's not something that actually affects my anything I do. Maybe social anxiety? True. But I also feel like it's not... It's probably worse than I imagine it to be. What I mean is, I feel like it doesn't affect me that much. But it probably does affect me a lot more than I think it does. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I'll... Yeah, probably social anxiety is true. But then again, you're not a people person. Exactly. I just, I just don't like people. So like... That's sort of defeating the purpose. Making a, a, a social butterfly, but you're but not a you're social <laughs> person. Not like you're not a social person. Uh, yeah, but I'm social to selective people. Exactly. But that's the thing. I, I'm introverted, but I have social anxiety on top of in, my introvertedness. It's not like I want to see everyone and like get to know everyone. Mm. 
So even if I if I even if I didn't have my social anxiety, I still think I wouldn't want to know people. Especially the stupid ones. Especially the fucking stupid ones. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I find people very fascinating. I find people other people's lives very fascinating. Uh, yes, definitely. But you know, when they start that I shit about just... have you read the like people I... believing in, in, in uh, not astronomy? Astrology. Astrology. Yeah. And it's I, because I'm a Gemini. Fuck that shit, bitch. Just get I, over yourself. It's not that I don't... I I don't believe in it, but I find it very fascinating. Same, but still... It's, I'll research it and people like... people that believe... I know, fully believe in it. And like, I've worked with someone and I liked her a lot. Yeah. She was a really cool person. And I think one of the first... On the first day that we met, we, we actually hit it quite off. Yeah. And she said, oh, um, what's your star sign? And I said... I'm a uh, Aquarius. I says, oh, that makes so sense. I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Nothing. My mother was Capricorn. I hated that bitch. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's really odd to me how you can group people according to their star sign. Especially because there's what about eight billion people in the world mm-hmm. and you group every single person that's been that was born in the same month mm-hmm. in the same star in the same like category yes. even if they're born in different countries different years different anything so you... they so they normally say oh okay so you're aquarius which means you're very creative and i said i would say yeah i'm creative you know Keeping aside my my studies. Oh, but you have a, a attention span of like 10 minutes. No. 40 minutes, I would say, but not 10 minutes. But, you know, squirrel brain and that. But, you know, that's just, just general assumption. It's it general just assumption. annoying. Sometimes I've read something about my star sign. And then I would be like, that that makes sense. I can relate. Mm. But so can a hundred other people that isn't my star sign. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's such a weird thing to think about. But, I, like I said, I, I've told you this before. I love tarot cards and tarot <laughs> readings and things like that. Not because I t- de- like believe in it. Or it's just interesting. It's very interesting to me. Mm. And I've always loved intuitive thinking and intuitive feeling and trying to figure out a person's psyche. I've always mm. loved things like that. So I think that's why I love tarot reading so much. Mm. Because it's literally just intuitive thinking and mm. feeling and feeling something. This is something that you might not agree upon because you not you're not a very superstitious person. But both my mother and I have always had not I wouldn't say psychic something. Mm. So my mom has always told me she's always she gets a feeling, and usually that feeling is correct. Mm. Say it's a gut feeling, but it's not just a gut feeling. And she was engaged to a man before she married my dad. Hmm. And she had just had this feeling that he's just never going to show up. Like, he's, she just had this feeling. And she decided not to. And he actually died in his early 30s. Shit. So, anyway. So, she just had this feeling. Oh, but my aunt believes she's psychic. Okay, I don't believe I'm psychic. No, 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 no. no. I'm talking about ghosts yeah. and spirits. Here. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I also, I have this thing and I've always done it and I've always felt that way. I would say I would be busy. 
and I would be saying to myself, I need to go unlock the door because you, you like, especially if it comes to you coming to visit me as well, I'll think to myself, I need to go unlock the door. You're, you're, you're probably going to be around the corner now and I'll unlock the door and you, the car would literally be coming around the corner. <laughs> like things like that. But I mean is... No, my aunt believes <laughs> she's psychic. Yeah. Now, remember my story I told you about this one room where I couldn't sleep in? Yes. As a child? Yes. Now, apparently there was a ghost in the house of an old man. <laughs> okay. And apparently he died in that room. And, and that's why I couldn't sleep in that room. Okay. Which is fucking scary to think about. <laughs> <laughs> but for your non-superstitious mind, it, you don't feel it's, shit it's, about it. She made me believe it when I was young. Because, you know, you're, you're yeah, young and yeah. you're impressionable. But for me, that's just, oh, I think you need to check it out. <laughs> Psychologically, <laughs> not spiritually. <laughs> so, yeah, no, my aunt believes she's psychic, but in any case. So, I don't necessarily believe I'm psychic. I just, and I have, I've always had this thing as well. I ha- get a feeling about a person mm. and usually that feeling is correct. Mm-hmm. And I can't explain it to someone. Mm. So, if I would tell to say to someone... Like, there's some people in my parents' life that I've always been like, for some reason, I just do not like can't, this person. Can't, you can't like them because there's something. There's something. And then what happens? Something happens and it shows this is the reason why. Mm. But it's always been that, and it's not that I don't want to. I know what you mean. That I don't want to not like these people. I try and actually be friendly with them and try to have conversations. But it's just something Amy tells me. Do not be close to this person. Mm-hmm. This is not the right person. Don't be close to this person. Something just tells me it. And I'll just be like, okay. just This isn't really superstition. I mean, mm. they have done some really interesting research about the gut feeling. Yeah. Because it is... Such co- a... Yeah. They, it correlates to the gut feeling. And they have... I, I, I really can't remember the study. But they have noticed that there is in air quotes, a brain in the gut. Yeah. That sort of gives you that, I want to say... Instinct of... Instinctual feeling. Feeling. But see, that's the thing is how I can't explain it, where me feeling you are... I know you're going to be around this corner, Mm. so I'm going to go up. That is not something I can explain because it's not... Mm, I know. And I do it subconsciously. It's not like I'm sitting there, oh, like trying to figure it out. I just... It happens. And then I'm like, oh, that's not that's not normal <laughs> but it's same with them um, when i hit my head as a child i have a scar on my forehead like i'm fucking harry potter wrong side though. <laughs> wrong side though um and it's n- not an awesome fucking lightning bolt it's um just a scar <laughs> so i when i was small um my brother and his friend was playing outside and i went with them my mom started running out of the door before i was even hit she knew something was going to happen. Hmm. She just she was busy doing the dishes or making food or something. And she already started running out the door because she knew something was going to happen. So she was almost at with me before I was even hit. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. And so my mom's always been like that. And same with me. Like certain things, I just get this feeling and I'm like... It's understandable because I have the same thing with people. Yeah. Like, in my rational brain, I don't believe in the supernatural, the paranormal. 
superstitions but that is something i specifically also can't pinpoint yeah. and, it, and it weirds me out same it, it weirds me, me out because, because there's no explanation for it but it's the same with whenever i would think about maybe i would think about you yeah and you would message me yeah same. it's same i could do exactly i would think about same. you know think to myself i should message you and then probably sometime later about 10 minutes 15 minutes i don't know how long later yeah. i would check my phone and i'll see oh shit, there's a message from Megan. I, I have this thing as well where my phone would buzz and I'll have a message and I'll get like this feeling in my stomach and I'm like, and I know exact, and then I'll know exactly who it is. And I'll look at my phone and it is exactly that person. Hmm. It's so weird. I'll, and it's not that I was, so even if it's you, I wouldn't be communicating with you the entire day and I'll be sitting there and my phone goes off and I'm like, that's Marne. And then I look at my phone and it's you. And I'm like, okay, cool. But that's a, it's a funny tuition thing. Yeah. It's just, it's, a, it's, so it's just a funny thing. But it's, it's also, I want to say, the way we communicate with each other. Yeah, we have a weird, uh, I think that's why we communicate that way. Now we can explain it to our friend that was freaked out. Because we've been like this since the moment we met. Mm, I think it's just a sort of a weird connection. Yeah, we connected really closely together. Very quickly. From very quickly. And especially because... Both of us were not really people person. Mm. People, people. People, people. <laughs> people, people. <laughs> we're going to call ourselves people, peepees. Peepees. <laughs> yes, we're the peepee club. <laughs> oh. um, but no, so because I was very shy and you didn't like a lot of people. You were very mm. selective of the people still in your life. <laughs> You're still very selective, but you were a lot more selective mm. um, when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. So I spoke more to you. And we, we only had one class together. We only technically two. two. Technically two, but basically one. Mm. So I spoke more to you in the first few weeks of my of that high school mm. than I did with any of the other friends we had. And you had class with them. Exactly. So let's <laughs> just... <laughs> I just had I just instantly had like this connection with you yeah, and a feeling with you. Same. And so and I think that's why we have this weird con- communication thing mm-hmm. where we just know what each other we just know what we're thinking. I know. Cuz uh, you'll just be like Megan I'm like I would just yeah. see something. Yeah. And I would just think to myself Megan would get this. <laughs> we just have this thing and that's just the best I think and it's because pr- probably we have this weird in intuition 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 of just yeah yeah. probably but i think i've told you this story as well i one of um our friends who whom you don't like we grew up in a small town so for some reason out of the blue i had this dream about this guy we used to know in um our hometown and for some reason i had a dream about this guy and I just thought to myself when I woke up after the dream, I wonder like how this guy is doing and like how he grew up, what had happened to him. And I just left it. Two weeks later, I go with my brother to a bar or a cafe or something. And my brother's like, oh yeah, do you remember this guy from our childhood? Um, yeah, he's going to be there. He's, he moved to Cape Town. I was like, huh? <laughs> I literally had a week, uh, two weeks ago, I had a dream about him thinking how he's That's doing. That's weird. How fucking weird is that, right? Mm. And it was, we never had a conversation about him. We never spoke about him. Mm. It just, I suddenly had a dream about him. And for some odd reason, in my dream, I was looking up at him the whole time. Yeah, because he is tall. And when I met him, he is really fucking tall. Mm. 
So how weird is that? No, that's very weird. But anyways, things like that that I can't explain. Mm. This is sort of a tuition and, thing. Yeah, and for some reason, I think I haven't told you this yet. For some reason, for the, for the past at least probably six months, I have recurring dreams about the same guy from my childhood who you don't, you don't know him. Um, I think I've told you about him. He was, um, he was a hit and run victim, he, but he survived. But someone ran him over. Yes. And he, he was in a coma for like yes. weeks. Yeah. And he had to, he had quite severe injuries he, Yeah, well. he had to learn to write again, learn to walk, walk again and all those things. So I stopped thinking about him a while ago. And he's, he was really prominent in my childhood because we all grew up together. My brother and him had gymnastics together. Mm. So we all grew up together and we, he was actually a prominent figure in my childhood. And we were the same age. Actually, I think he was my first kiss as well. <laughs> Just a little topic. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but I was fucking four, five years old then. It was like fucking innocent childhood kiss. Anyway. So for some reason for the last six months, I've been dreaming of him. I wouldn't say every night, but every second night. And every other night. So every other night. And every dream is either similar or completely different. But he plays the same role in the dreams Mm. and it's never like he'll just be there and we'll try to figure something out or we'll be in the same party and I it's just so weird and I've been dreaming of him for the last six months and I have no idea why maybe you need to contact him my mom's told me this my mom is very because she also has this feeling thing she's like Megan you need to contact him you need and what did she do firstly I wanted to contact him and I looked him up on social media and I couldn't find him because he doesn't have social media. And I was like, okay, whatever. Fucking, I don't care anymore. I, okay, I didn't look up to contact him because fuck my social anxiety. No, can't do that. I looked him up just to actually like tell my mind he's fine. Mm. But um, I never did. And then what did my mom do? She stalked him and she found him on LinkedIn. <laughs> and she was like, no. Someone needs to be somewhere. <laughs> she found him on LinkedIn. And she's like, do you want me to give, me, give you his number? And I was like, I'm good, thank you. Okay, at least I know he's, he's alive. Like, that's all I need to know. And I, I actually haven't had a dream of him in a while. But I just sometimes still, in like once a week maybe now. That's odd. Yeah, for some reason. And it's never, it's, it's so, so weird to explain because it's, we don't do something significant in the dreams. It's not... He'll just be there and he'll mm. be someone... We'll tr- always try to figure something out together for some reason. Either something happened or we're missing something or we need to go buy something and we'll have to figure it out together. It's just such, such a weird... That's odd. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just oddly dreaming about him for the past six months. And we never spoke, I haven't spoken to that guy since I was probably 13 or younger, Mm. but suddenly just started popping in my dreams. Mm. And it used to bother me a lot because throughout the day I would be thinking about it the whole time and it would be like, why? Like, why? Mm. And it would bother me. And then my mom was like, yeah. <laughs> she's, <Finally> on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, you need to. You need to. Maybe you should message him. You need to do it, Megan. You're dreaming, for, you're dreaming about him for a reason. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Premonition. But that's the thing is like, and then I think about the dream I had with our other friend that actually 
like ended up showing up two weeks later mm. so i feel like i need to but then i'm like no 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 mm. it doesn't mean shit man you're just fucking dreaming i've even googled what does it mean if you keep on dreaming about the what same it person say? it says it says that either it is something about that person's personality is something that you feel you're lacking in your life uh so you sort of use that person as a way in your dreams to tell you this is what you need to fix mm. or something I, I can't remember everything but it's something to do with you see something in that person that you don't see in yourself and you want to see in yourself which we we work together in my dreams so <laughs> I don't know hmm. but then I think about it I also in my dreams I do see him as this someone I'm looking up to mm. so I, it kind of makes sense but I don't know because I don't know his personality anymore. Mm. I don't, can't remember how he was as a child. Mm. He's the guy that peed himself in class. I remember I told you this, I think. Oh, shame. Yeah. So, <laughs> I... Yeah. Do you want a sad thing, though? What? The guy that peed in my class is actually quite attractive now. I'm like, <laughs> well, fuck this. <laughs> That's a glow up. <laughs> he was a prat as well. I didn't like him. <laughs> But yeah, um, completely off topic. But uh, that's how this goes. <laughs> mm. But yeah. Uh, but do tell us if your therapy has worked. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Please tell us if your therapy has worked. Um, From therapy to zombie... Uh, apocalypses. Zombie apocalypses and... To intuitive, to intuitive dreaming. Uh. Yeah. So um, tell us... Um, all-rounder. You're all-rounder. <laughs> so please do tell us uh, if you feel how you feel about therapy and mm. if it works and what have you tried to work on your irrational fears mm. and you can email us at zombie chickens podcast or even dm us on all of the social medias you can follow us on all of the social medias as well yes and you can also please support support us on patreon and only starts from a dollar fifty a month so for the next month it's going to be very interesting it's going to be about Megan and Marnay against the world. Yes, we are starting a series. Serious. Cool, cool. That's how we started. We're starting a series called Megan and Marnay against the world. Which will be, the first one will be about controversial likes. Yes, our controversial likes. Mm. Which, um, that's the whole point of that series, is talking about controversial topics. Mm, as well as well so keep an eye out for that and go check out our patreon our episodes that we left there and that's that yes we are starting a new podcast on patreon as well scary bitch mm-hmm. new episode will be coming soon so that's that that's cheers it. for years cheers for years